Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to episode 47. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. What we try to do each week is is that we try to look at questions that you might have about the Bible or about something that you are wrestling with. And today's question is really... Really one of those hot button questions that folks are wrestling with, and it concerns, what does the Bible say about forgiving yourself? What does the Bible say about forgiving yourself? So why don't we take a look at this question? I think it's pretty relevant. We hear a lot about the issue of forgiving yourself today, so we need to look at it from a biblical standpoint. Before we look and see what the Bible says about it, we should look and see why this is an issue with people today. Why are we asking this question? Well, the reality is is that all of us sin. We do things that we regret. And I would say the reason why folks are wrestling with this whole issue of forgiving themselves is because possibly they are dealing with regrets from something that they did. Maybe it's something or a habit or some kind of action that has caused pain in others' lives, as well as pain in the life of the person who committed the act. And so now you're dealing with the guilt, you're dealing with the shame of that, and you're dealing with the regret of that, and you've sought forgiveness from Christ. You maybe have even sought forgiveness from other people, but you've heard about this concept of finding forgiveness for yourself. And you're like, okay, how do I do that? I've tried that. I'm still wrestling with the regret. I'm still wrestling with the guilt feelings about what I did. How do I find forgiveness for myself? And I think that's why this is a big issue today, because a lot of us, all of us who are Christians who've done wrong, we struggle with regret. Now, What I need to point out is, is that this whole concept of finding forgiveness for yourself is really a contemporary idea. It's really an idea that's really been floated around in Christian circles for more than 10 years now. It's something that's probably been around maybe even up to 20 years now. You've, you've heard contemporary speakers talking about finding forgiveness for yourself, forgiving yourself. It's sort of like the concept that's out there that you also need to love yourself. You know, the Bible says that you're to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And so some have tried to present that the concept of loving your neighbor as yourself is is you need to love yourself. Sort of like that. It's kind of like, well, you know, we need to seek forgiveness from God. We need to forgive other people. Well, you need to forgive yourself as well. So it's kind of a contemporary idea. Now, why do we want to forgive ourselves? Why do we want to do this? Why do we want to find this for ourselves? And I think this probably gets right to the heart of the issue. 
we want to end the struggle with regret and guilt. That's really what the issue is. We want to feel okay again. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but we want to go back to the pre-sin state that we were in when we were feeling okay with ourselves. Now, because of the sin, we're not feeling okay. And so we want to feel okay again. And it's like, what do I do to get back to that state? We want to be okay again. That's why we want to do it. Now, there's a problem. And that's where we're going to spend the rest of our time here. The problem is, the Bible does not say anything about forgiving yourself. Really, George? Are you sure about that? Because I hear all kinds of preachers and all kinds of Bible teachers talking about finding forgiveness for yourself. Folks, if you were to look at the teaching of Jesus, the teaching of the apostles, even through the Old Testament, you're not going to find any passage that talks about forgiving yourself. Now, it does talk about finding forgiveness for yourself from God. Classic passage, 1 John 1.9, I think is very key to a person's understanding. And we'll kind of refer back to it later. And that is, John says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So the reality is, is that God forgives us. If we confess, if we go to him and we express to him the reality of what we've done in confession, in repentance, he forgives us our sins. In fact, Jeremiah says this, this is the attitude of God towards us when we seek forgiveness. Listen to what verse 34 says, for I will forgive their iniquity and their sin, I will remember no more. Isn't that interesting? God says, well, when I forgive your sin, I'm not going to remember it anymore. Now you say, okay, that's great, George. God doesn't remember my sin anymore, but I remember my sin. This is the reason why I want to find forgiveness for myself. It's great that God forgives me and I'm thankful for that, but how do I find, how do I forgive myself? Because I keep remembering it. That's the problem. I keep remembering it. Well, Hold on for a second. Let's kind of progress here a little bit first. I want you to notice, first thing is, we seek forgiveness from God. The second thing I want you to notice is is that we're called to forgive those who have hurt us. Ephesians chapter 4. Notice now, verse 32, listen to what the Apostle Paul says. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. So here we are, we're called to forgive the hurt or the offense that was done to us by somebody else. We're to forgive them because Jesus has forgiven us. And so that's very clear in the scripture concerning the issue of forgiving others. You say, okay, George, great, All right, I got it. I already know that. I already know I'm forgiven. I already know I'm to forgive others. But you're telling me the Bible says nothing about finding forgiveness for myself. Yes, the Bible says nothing. Here's the reason why. The reason why is this. 
we are to live with the brokenness of what we've done. Let me say that again. We're to live with the brokenness of what we've done. Why? Well, as I live with the brokenness of what I've done, I seek the grace of God daily, and I appreciate the salvation that he's given me and the forgiveness that he's giving me. Listen to what the Apostle Paul writes in his first letter to Timothy. This is a faithful saying and worthy of acceptance that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Notice what he did did there. Notice what he was saying. This is a great saying. Jesus Christ came to save sinners. He came to save you and I. But notice now what Paul says. But I'm the chief of sinners. Notice, he's reflecting on, I didn't do right, but he saved me. It makes him appreciate his salvation. See, here's the thing. The Bible doesn't call you to forgive yourself. It calls you to seek your forgiveness from Christ. So when you're wrestling with regret and when you're wrestling with the guilt, that's called brokenness. You are broken over your sin. You are you are broken over what you did. Now, in your brokenness, you are to go to Christ and find forgiveness from him, which you probably already have, but you find your solace in him and that he has forgiven you your sin. And so that's why the words of David in Psalm 51 means so much more. Listen to what he says. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, the God of my salvation. My tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you do not desire sacrifice, or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. These, O Lord, you will not despise. All right, notice what he's saying here. David is writing this psalm, Psalm 51. I would encourage you to read all of it. It's his confession psalm. After he had committed sin with Bathsheba, another man's wife, and then had her husband killed to cover up a pregnancy, he goes to God, he confesses his sins, and he comes to a place where he says, God, you deliver me from my guilt. You deliver me, and my tongue shall sing your praise because of your forgiveness. And what you desire from me is not my sacrifices or my service, but rather you desire from me my brokenness. What's the brokenness? My regret, my guilt, my shame about what I've done because I find my forgiveness in Christ. See, folks, that's really the issue, is finding your forgiveness in Jesus, not finding it for yourself. You're not going to find it. It's not there. And to be honest with you, God doesn't want you to go back where you were feeling okay. He wants you to be right where you're at, living with the realization that you need him and you need his forgiveness because 
you now know that you're capable of anything and that you need Jesus Christ. The Finding Clarity podcast is really an opportunity to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. And so each week we try to come and answer a question that's out there. You might be saying, George, I have a question. How do I get it to you? Well, we have several ways that you can let us know your question. If you attend the services here at Kerbinsville Christian Church, you can talk to me or just throw a question in the offering plate and it'll get to me and we'll answer it here on the podcast. If you don't have a church home, by the way, or if you don't attend anywhere and you live in the Kerwinsville, Clearfield area, we would encourage you to attend a service here at the Kerwinsville Christian Church. We're located at 700 State Street in Kerwinsville. Our service is at 1045 on Sunday. We're a come-as-you-are church. You just come as you are. We just want you to come and hear about Jesus and grow to know him for who he is as Savior and Lord. You also might say, well, is there some other way that I could get a question to you, George? Well, you could go to our webpage, KerbinsvilleChristian.org. Simply go to the contact page, and you'll see information there about how to get in touch with us. Or you could go to Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. We would encourage you to like the page so you can keep up with what's happening with the podcast. But you can also write on the wall there, or you could send a personal message to us, and we will look at your question and try to answer it here. Next week, we're going to wrestle with another question that's on the minds of a lot of folks. And it has to do with the issue of worship, and it has to do with the issue of church. What we're going to wrestle with next week is really something that a lot of folks struggle with because they don't really see the need for church. So they really say, well, you know, I can worship God anywhere. So here's the question. Do I really need to go to church to worship God? Do I really need to go to church to worship God? We trust you'll be listening next week. Hope you have a great week. Until then, take care.